A warm welcome from Euractiv. This is Oliver Neuern, digital editor at Euractiv Germany, and this is the Digital Brief podcast. This week, we'll have a closer look at the new coalition agreement in Germany that was reached this week to see what Germany has in store for digitalization in the coming legislative term. For the latest news and everything digital in the EU and beyond, sign up for our newsletter or visit our website at directive.com. This is Directive's Digital Brief podcast. Here with me today is Oliver Süme, Chair of the Board of ECO, Association of the Internet Industry in Germany, who will help us shed some light on what the future of digitalization in Europe's biggest economy could look like. So, Mr. Süme, where do you see the biggest challenges that Germany is currently facing in the area of digitalization? Well, I would uh, point the finger to three areas, actually. First of all, as everyone knows, we have a huge lag in uh, the broadband infrastructure in Germany um, with regard to, in particular, fiber to the home. Um, we um, have, and that is something that was demonstrated, unfortunately, by the current pandemic um, uh, administration in Germany, the authorities that are not uh, digitalized at all. They are working on, well, more or less infrastructure from the last century. So there is a huge need for modernization um, of the whole administration and authority area. Um, and finally, the third area that I would mention um, is the education system in Germany, um, which also has, also has a huge lag in terms of digitization. Um, the majority of the schools um, are working paper-based um, uh, instead of uh, cloud-based technologies and online learning platforms. Um, so that's um, the third area that I think is very important. In a recent press statement, you, you've said that the new coalition must finally wake Germany up from its slumber. Do you think that the coalition agreement that was presented yesterday lives up to this promise um, and will accelerate digital transformation on the areas that you have just outlined? Yes, I actually, from what I see in, in the coalition agreement, um, there are a lot of very important um, fields addressed in terms of digitization. So that is quite promising, actually. Um, it's it's uh, a ride through almost everything that we were calling for for many, many years. Um, the um, further development of, of key technologies like blockchain, uh, quantum computing, um, uh, artificial intelligence, modernization of the administration, uh, everything uh, around data, uh, data management, data protection, and in particular, a complete modernization and reform of the IT security laws. So there are a lot of very good approaches. Um, so that in general, I'm, I'm, I'm positively surprised from what I see in, in this agreement. So was there something that particularly surprised you in this 107 pages heavy coalition agreement that was like lurking between the lines, so to speak? No, I, I wouldn't say something uh, uh, particular. Um, the, the positive promise, um, as I said, is indeed the complexity of how this um, paper addresses the uh, challenges of digitization um, in the economy and the society in Germany. Um, so in that sense, it's, it's a very complex um, but positive surprise, I would say. ECO has long been calling for the establishment of a Ministry of Digital Transformation and that it's really necessary to, that it, and to ensure that Germany is back on track. 
But as things stand right now, we're not really seeing um, that such a ministry will exist in the next legislative period. Um, do you think that this has negative implications on, on German digitalization, or do you feel that the current system they kind of um, implemented is also working? Well, first of all, um, to be honest, that has been um, quite disappointing to us. I mean, that was that was clear before the um, uh, agreement was published, uh, so it was not a surprise in that sense. However, we still believe uh, that such a ministry would have been um, a very important signal on the one hand side in order to demonstrate that the new government takes these challenges that we are facing a very serious um, and also that um, there would have been a learning from what went wrong in the last like 15 years because um, many of uh, the things the former governments missed in terms of digitization um, was based on the fact that there was no central coordination of the most important um, issues that, that many ministries um, have been dealing with uh, digitization from uh, different perspectives and that there was no, well, um, no common strategy for these huge challenges that are lying ahead of us. So a new ministry would have been um, a demonstration to that there is a learning and on the other hand, um, if we see how complex the topics are that are addressed by this agreement, as I said before, I think it's all the more important um, that um, you have a clear structure and setup also in terms of the enforcement of all these very ambitious plans and ideas. Um, so also against that background, I believe um, a centralized digital ministry or ministry for digitization would have been a very important step. So the, the new traffic light coalition also wants to introduce an additional budget just for digitalization and um, wants to include like a digitalization check to see if new legislation is in line with the goals of digitalization. Um, could you talk a little bit more about that? So what does this actually entail? Um, what um, is, um, where will those measures lead to and will be, they be enough to have like a really tangible effect or are they more like lip services they are paying to, um, to the Germans? So basically, I think it's it's a very good approach. Um, and the, the main new idea about the budget for digitalization is that this is a centralized budget. So it will not be um, distributed or allocated by the different ministries that will have to deal with digitization um, in their field of competence, um, which means that there is one um, organization or, or at least one department probably um, that will decide about how this um, a budget will be allocated to um, the various projects, which means that they can control, that they do not pay double, for example, for a blockchain project or the um, development of uh, digital identities in different areas or different um, ministries. Uh, so it's kind of a control mechanism, which is very important. So I think that is um, basically um, a very good approach. Um, I would also say the digitalization check um, is, is very important. Um, we have seen a lot of negative examples in, in the last decade about, well, laws that had impact on digital, digitalization, sometimes um, without that, um, this was, um, well, aware um, at, the, at the policymakers level. Uh, so that is, I think, a very important um, idea. Um, however, um, with regard to the budget, as well as with regard to the digitalization check, 
it always depends on on what you make of it and and how you implement it, right? So so I, I think um, it will be interesting now and very important to see how this will be transferred into administration and execution. And that also depends on the topic that we discussed before. I mean, we know that there will be no ministry for digitalization. And um, it's even more important then to see how the new, well, digital competence um, and the digital expertise will be structured in the new government. It has been announced in the coalition agreement that um, the new government plans to restructure the expertise and the competence that they have. Um, however, um, it has not been announced how this will look like. So that will be, I think, the next big and very important step that we um, see more information about how the competences are structured. And the key goal, again, is that we have a powerful and enforceable um, execution um, body um, and a centralized approach uh, that um, puts all the ties together that we see in all the different areas of digitization. Um, let's say in, in the finance sector, in, in the sector of health, but also in the educational sector, plus all the horizontal technologies and requirements that we need in terms of um, broadband infrastructure, digital identities, and, and all these technologies. Uh, so that's very important. Um, how this will be transferred into a new political structure now. So it basically means that while there is no centralized authority in the sense of a digital ministry, there's still um, way more central centralization when it comes to the digitalization approach in the new government. Is that correct? Exactly. Uh, so, so now that we see there is no ministry, it will be excited, exciting to see, um, well, how, I mean, everyone, I, I believe, is aware of that, um, we, we need more um, centralism, so to say, and as I said, a, a body or at least a kind of organization um, that, that puts the tie together and is able to um, direct the well orchestra of digitization that is ahead of us. And um, yeah, that's, that's, I think, the most important thing um, besides the policy and the approaches that we see in this paper, and again, the approaches um, are, are quite good, um, but the challenge now is um, to, well, have the structure behind of that in order um, to implement all these very ambitious goals that we have seen in the paper. You've already mentioned infrastructure, which, which is, of course, a huge thing, a huge problem in Germany, especially regarding broadband expansion. Um, so the last government already tried to, to bring Germany um, back on track when it comes to this. Do you see even more enthusiasm and more um, um, things on the table right now in the new coalition agreement to really reach tangible results in this area? Yes, I think the, the paper addresses some of the key, well, mistakes or negative experiences that we made in the last 10 years with regard to broadband penetration. Um, for example, it very clearly says we, we need a much smarter and, and easier um, structures, structures when it comes to the allocation and use of budget that we have for um, broadband expansion. Um, that has been a real problem in the past because, I mean, the money was there, um, but the process in order to apply for certain budgets um, has been very complicated and it, it took um, many companies a long time um, to 
well, fill out all the paperwork actually um, that was required in order to make use of, of certain budgets. And, and here um, the coalition paper says very clearly this needs to be um, not only harmonized, um, but um, well, we need a lean process for that. And that's um, indeed one of the problem, um, as well as um, it's um, addressing the topic of alternative um, laying techniques uh, for broadband infrastructure, where, which is an important topic as well. Um, if you if you have um, to dig the cables into the ground um, every time, um, that might not always be the smartest solution in some areas. So I think that is important as well. Um, so all in all, quite quite good um, approaches with regard to to this huge challenge of broadband infrastructure in Germany as well. Something that made huge waves in, in Europe was the plans to ban facial recognition and mass surveillance on a European level. So um, what are your thoughts on this important matter? Well, the coalition agreement is very clear on that, right? Um, it, it says um, it agrees to, to the approach that we currently see in the draft Artificial Intelligence Act um, that face recognition um, and, and mass surveillance uh, based on such technologies um, should be banned. Um, I think it's, it's basically right and it's very important uh, that this is limited um, to the public sector. Facial um, recognition per se, um, I wouldn't say that um, this is per se a bad or evil technology. Um, there are a lot of examples where you can use facial recognition also for the benefit um, of, of people um, in, in the health sector, um, in the education sector, um, based, of course, on transparency, uh, information and, and, and consent um, of, of people. Um, but in the public sector, um, I, I would absolutely agree um, that is not an appropriate uh, technology for security. Um, so in that regard, I, I agree to that approach that we see here in the coalition agreement. Thanks for taking your time, Mr. Zuman. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. This was our digital podcast for this week. Don't forget to sign up for our Digital Brief newsletter to receive a comprehensive overview of all the things digital in Europe and beyond. Don't forget also to subscribe to this podcast, published on Apple Podcast, Spotify and Amazon Music. I'm Oliver Neuern and thanks for tuning in. Thank you.